Welcome to Trust Builders with BBB, your bi-weekly digest designed to inform consumers about the top scams reported to Better Business Bureau. We also educate business owners with intuitive ideas from other small businesses, and we hope to provide innovative solutions for your next big idea. Trust Builders is presented by the Better Business Bureau of San Antonio. And now, your host, Jason Mesa. Thanks for taking the time to follow our podcast. Welcome to Trust Builders with BBB. I'm Jason Mesa, Regional Director for Better Business Bureau, San Antonio. My goal for you today to learn the ingredients of a successful startup, perhaps integrate what you learned today from our guest into your business even during COVID-19. Now, all across Texas, Trust Builders is finding those stories of triumph, marketplace leaders doing the right thing and building their legacy using BBB's eight standards of trust. Today's episode, Movers and Shakers. We're speaking with Wade Lombard. He's the managing partner for Square Cow Movers based in Austin. We'll not only find out how they got that name, but what propelled Square Cow to exceed their revenue goals and scale the business and what keeps the moving industry on the move, especially in a global pandemic. And in just a few minutes, I have a wonderful chance for eligible businesses to receive a $200 sponsored job credit so you can increase the visibility of your job postings and help get you the the help that you need. Stay tuned for that. Thanks for being here. Last year, an estimated 4.7 million people left their home state to relocate for a job, retirement, or other reasons, mostly when temperatures were warmer. With increased competition and, of course, COVID-19, the moving industry is no different in seeing huge losses in March and April, but regaining strength in May to today. It makes sense. Spring and summer, no doubt, busy moving seasons. Graduates moving on, warmer temperatures, and summer break for most students. And yes, the moving business has its share of rogue operators, as they call them, less than ethical business practices, and yes, even scammers who take off with your belongings on the truck. Now, Better Business Bureau has published a recent study to expose those fraudulent movers and help consumers find trustworthy ones. You're free to catch that study on our website at bbb.org. Most people really only hire a mover only a few times during their life, so finding the best mover may be something you never really get good at. Unless you move a lot, then yes, you might be a pro. BBB receives an average of 13,000 complaints and negative reviews about movers each year. That's why we wanted to sit down with a moving company who not only does it well, but makes it right when there's a problem and has tremendous growth to show for it. With us now, direct out of Austin, Texas, Mr. Wade Lombard, managing partner for Square Cow Movers. Hope I said that correctly, Wade. Now, Wade's a current board member of Better Business Bureau, serving the heart of Texas, and a 2014 winner of the BBB Torch Award for Marketplace Ethics. Wade, you came highly recommended. I thanks, Thank you for being here. Hey, I'm glad to be here, to be asked, and this is a perfect day. What is today? Tuesday, the middle of the afternoon. Uh, things have kind of settled down, and so it's a perfect time for me to jump on a call with you. Is it Tuesdays? Am I hearing that right? Is there any truth to Tuesdays being slow for you guys? Every day has the potential to be a crazy day. Um, you would not believe how many people call uh, and say, hey, you know, we need to move. And we say, great, when do you need to move? And they say, right now. And so you're always... Uh, on the brink of somebody else's kind of, you know, uh, desperation, you know, the busy season's obviously the summer. And so you're going to catch us on a really slow time, January, February, but it's, it's always the potential for craziness. Great. We're going to deep dive into what makes your business fruitful and the challenges your industry faces in just a few, but let's hit that rewind button to 2008. You were looking for a business opportunity and jumped head in for the moving business. Talk to us about the startup challenges and what helped you during that time? Yeah, that's a great question. So 
Uh, it's a family-owned business. It's me, my dad, and my brother-in-law. And we did. We looked at a lot of different industries, and we were really trying to find, um, you know, things that fit us where we were in our lives. And one of the things that we were really focused on was not, and this may sound crazy to you, was not trying to find something we were passionate about. You know, you're not going to find a whole lot of people that are super passionate about moving furniture. Mm -hmm. Uh, however, we tried to focus that passion into, hey, we're passionate about a small business and B, we want to be passionate about finding a business with strong margins, because we know if there's strong margins, there's going to be profit and where there's profit, there's passion. And so we went on this quest and we had lots of meetings and looked through lots of information and it's franchises of all, again, all kind of different industries. Mm -hmm. And we landed in the living room of a friend of a friend who owned a few moving companies and we didn't really, we were there for about five hours. Um, and as we left, we didn't really say, so do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Uh, the three of us got back in our vehicle and we just started planning and we said, this is it. It just felt like the right fit. You know, at the time I was in my late twenties, my brother-in-law was in his mid twenties. Uh, the other thing about this industry is you, it's really low barriers to entry, right? You have a truck and a strong back and you're in business. Right. Um, so we didn't have to go through a whole lot of, we had to jump through a lot of, um, hoops to, to get into business. And from that meeting to about four months later, um, we started, we started our company. Now, when you talk about hardship, um, so what we did not realize is that we were starting a business in the worst year since the great depression, statistically to start a small business, especially one tied to housing. Mm -hmm. And so we literally started at kind of the belly of this bubble bursting and we felt every bit of that. Uh, we, uh, I had two young children at the time, a, a, a two-year-old and an infant. Um, and so my wife and I, you know, we talk about those, those first early days. It was a lean Christmas, you know, and we worked 16, 17 hour days and we would, you know, finish up a move at, in Houston, we'd move somebody to Houston from Austin at, at you know, midnight, mm -hmm. we'd drive back to Austin, get in bed around three o'clock in the morning and we'd get up the next day and do it all over again. And this wasn't, you know, a tough weekend or a, or a summer job. This was kind of about three years of just grind to kind of get to where the gears of the business start grinding against each other and start producing that wonderful word profit. And so we can start kind of relying on the business to take care of our lives. So that's kind of how it went. Awesome. In 2016, you guys were recognized as one of Austin's fastest growing companies. What components are fueling the growth and how does giving back to your community play a little bit of a part in that? So um, a couple of years before that, um, it was we were on the Austin's Fast 50 twice. And so, so the first time we were on Austin's Fast 50, we also received the, the BBB Torch Award, which was kind of our, we were familiar with the BBB, we're part of the BBB, but we were, we were kind of awarded this, this amazing torch award. And the reason I bring that up is, is obviously it's not to, you know, you know, continue to throw awards out there. It was the idea of this. It's possible to attack both your bottom line as well as, and, and maintain your integrity at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was what, that was the reminder for us that year is, hey, we got, we, we, we got an award being on the Fast 50 as being one of the fastest growing companies in Austin, which is, it is quantitative. You, you send in financial documents, P&L, balance sheet. They know exactly where you stand when it comes to numbers. That's all they care about. And here the BBB comes along and says, hey, that's all, that stuff is all great. 
but let me talk to you about how you treat people, how you treat your employees, how you treat the community. Awesome. And to be able to um, be awarded both of those things in the same year, it says this, you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. It is possible to build your business and to, and to build it in the right way, taking care of the right people. And we've messed that thing up so many times. Uh, I could be on this podcast for hours talking about all the ways we've messed it up. But it's a great reminder that you don't have to sacrifice your integrity in order to build the bottom line. Awesome. According to an industry in, uh, help site, revenue decline across the moving business uh, is between 12 and 19%. Most people will only see a mover a handful of times in their life. So what are some key hurdles that movers jump over that our audience should know about? So we were down about 40% in April, about 20% down in May. And then we started beating our last year's numbers in June and hopefully July, we're coming up against it. So we did see a significant dip and a couple of things are factors. Austin's still hot. We're, I mean, this is just the place to be and people are coming here in droves, Right. but we're not just in Austin. We have three locations in Houston and I don't know if you've noticed, but oil is not doing great right now and they're trying to get back. And so we have problems here that we, or we have problems in Houston that we're not really experiencing here. And so we have to look at things all differently. Mm-hmm. And so we're, what we, what we have to do just to be frank is we really have to make sure that we're watching every single dollar. And our goal was no furloughs, no, um, you know, not laying anybody off. And that's what we've been able to maintain. But we've only been able to do it by being really focused on every dollar that goes out and every dollar that comes in. And, um, you know, there's a certain amount of just cold calculations that have to happen when things get serious. I think a lot of people, they they get to, you know, a, a place of panic and they feel paralyzed. And I'm always, I feel energized. And matter of fact, I'm somewhat sometimes paralyzed when things are going good because I don't know what to do. And in panic or in a time of crisis is when I kind of come out of my shell. And so I think you got to get really active with your, your profit and loss statements. And I know none of that's fun. You're like, great, worst podcast ever. But I really do think you got to get really, really serious about your expenses and what's coming in and going out in order to beat something like this. Otherwise, you're gonna, it's going to be a really tough season for you. Great. Good to know. According to Better Business Bureau, Wade, the moving industry is one that usually accumulates the most complaints in a given year. How is trust important in the business? You know, so I'm glad we got into that because it's a, it's a good reminder. I need to go over the folks in my call center this because we talk about it often. It's probably time for a reminder. So one of the things that we talk about is no one stumbles upon our website and then says, you know what? I wasn't expecting to get here, but you know, I'm going to move now. No, when they get to our website, they already know what they're looking for. Nobody calls our office and says, Hey, I I was trying to call Papa John's. I actually called you guys, but now that I have you on the phone, I think I'm going to move. No, when they call our office, they already know what we do. Yes. And so the job that we have to, I'm speaking to when you talk about the importance of, of trust and honesty. So the job we have when people get to our website or when they get to us on the phone is to sell them that they can trust us. It's to tell them that they can, they already know what we do. So, so to, to take the order or, or to book their move, yes, all that's important, but they already know all that. They know what we do for a living. They know what this business is about. Mm -hmm. But what they don't know is, can I trust these guys? And so that's really a lot of what we build our terminology around the back of every t-shirt that every mover wears. It says, 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No problem. My pleasure. And it says that because our expectation is we're going to respond to our clients in that way. It's this presentation of trust and honesty and the follow through on, through on the other side. And so when people call us, we're really focused on, and the way I always say it is I want them to feel like they want to invite our movers to Christmas dinner. That's kind of the sense that I want people to have when they get done with their move. They're like, man, these guys worked hard. Man, were they polite and kind. Right. And this whole idea of a compassionate move and what we've deemed as movers with manners is this whole idea is you can trust us. You would want to invite us to Christmas dinner. And when you, it's from when the first time you call us to when the last item comes off the truck, uh, the truck, we're a company of trust. Great. Appreciate you sharing. Hey, thanks for being so candid. Hey, hang on a few shakes, Wade. We're going to talk about Indeed for a few seconds. We'll discuss how Square Cow got that name and how they take care of their employees who are in and out of the customers' homes in just a few. Indeed, a very timely topic when we get back. Speaking of Indeed, many small businesses struggle to find the good help. Do you? If you've never used Indeed to connect with job seekers, now is the time because BBB has partnered with Indeed to offer a limited time $200 sponsored job credit for new accounts. What does that mean? Well, sponsored job postings come at a cost. They stay at the top of the listings, while the non-sponsored job listings move down in the results as new jobs are added. So Indeed's own research shows that sponsored jobs receive up to five times more clicks than the non-sponsored jobs. Again, if you're new to Indeed, claiming this $200 sponsored job credit is easy. Just go to Indeed.com slash partner slash BBB. That's Indeed.com slash partner slash BBB. Indeed is a BBB accredited business and currently has about 100 times the number of job seekers as it does job postings. And one of the biggest challenges for business is finding and keeping great employees, especially right now. So claim that $200 sponsored job credit right now, indeed.com slash partner slash BBB. Welcome back to Trust Builders. If you just joined us, speaking with Wade Lombard, managing partner of Square Cow Movers out of Austin, Texas. Hey, Wade, you were quoted once as saying, in the end, who cares if you have a state-of-the-art warehouse, brand new trucks, and a quirky name if you don't have high-quality people that are doing the work? How important are those workers at Square Cow, and how do you take care of them? Well, they're everything. I mean, uh, without them, we, we, you know, I would be on every move right? and we were on every move at some point. We talk about this often. So we have seven branches in four different States. And one of the things we talk about with our managers is finding the right people and getting them in, not just recruiting them and, and hiring them and training them, but retaining them. This is not like we're ever going to check the box. We're never going to get there and say, Hey, you know what, Jason, you asked about employees just so you know, we beat that we're done. It's always going to be a top three thing for us. How do we recruit, train, and retain the best people? And so what are you trying to say, Wade? What I'm trying to say is, is as Andy Stanley, one of my favorite leadership guys says, it's not a problem to solve. It's attention to manage. Mm -hmm. In other words, we're never going to get it right. We're never going to check that box, but we have to manage the tension. So, when we have the wrong person on our team, we have to be really quick to make sure we get them off our team. And if we feel like there's something going on personal in somebody, one of our guys' lives, we're going to ask them about it and say, hey, how can we be a part of the solution or be a resource towards that? Because it's attention to manage, not a problem to solve. And as soon as you allow your team to start coming, you know, working its way down your priority list outside of what I think the top three, you're going to have some problems on your hand. It's always going to be a top three thing for you to focus on. And as long as it stays in that top three, I think you're going to be in good shape. 
Awesome. Now, Wade, to sum up, what advice do you give to other moving businesses or other industries in 2020, especially right now, uh, startups or those just starting operations? Yeah, that's a great, it's a great question. First, I'll say this, there is no plan B. In other words, you have to tell yourself in your head, like there is no back plan. There's no fallback. This is it. So I either make it or I die trying. Mm-hmm. There's a certain level of I'm not going home until I've done everything I can mentality um, that you really have to get yourself to, I think, especially if you're going to do a startup or something in the middle of any kind of economic crisis. Um, second of all, look for holes in the industry. You know, moving is not known for, um, you know, being, you know, the most you know, customer service focused. And we actually got rid of the words customer service. And we really focus on the word serve because customer service says you're paying me, therefore I'm serving you. And our focus became, hey, you know what? Serving is from the heart and serving is whether you're paying me or not, I'm here to serve you. And so when the elderly lady we're moving gives a broom to one of our guys and wants them to sweep up the floor, they start sweeping because they're not there just to move furniture. Hey, yes, ma'am, you got it. I'll sweep right now because we're there to serve them. And this mentality is not widely held. And so what happens is there's a gap in most industries where you can step in and we knew nothing about moving. I never moved furniture in my life. I lost 45 pounds my first summer moving furniture. And so what we had to do is, is what did I know? We did know how to treat people well. We did know how to be polite. We knew, here's a big word, we knew how to be responsive. Mm-hmm. And so if the phone rang, I didn't pick it up on the third or fourth ring. We, it didn't get a full ring in before we picked it up. And when someone, I owed them a quote for their move, I sent it not the next day. We sent it within a couple of hours. This whole idea of responsiveness is completely lost on so many businesses. You would not believe how many companies or people will call us and say, hey, talk to four different companies or I called four different companies. You're the only one that answered your phone. And we're like, wow, we're the only ones answer." And so there are huge gaps in every industry. Find out what they are and attack them. Here's what I think. I think that, first of all, we call ourselves chief problem solvers. And so what we are up against every day as business owners, and it doesn't matter if it's a bull market or not, we are in the business of solving problems. And whether if you have a marketing problem or whether you have a staffing problem or whether you have a technology problem, you are in the business as a business owner of solving problems every single day. And so the pandemic, while a unique and unprecedented problem, just look at it as a new problem. And it's your job as a leader to be the problem solver. And so the companies I've been most impressed with through this pandemic are the ones that attack this most creatively. The ones that kind of, you know, kind of kick the dirt and they're like, oh, shucks, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're really suffering. The ones that said, hey, we're a restaurant and we don't do takeout, but guess what we do now? We do takeout and we're going to do it better than anybody else. Or any number of, you know, folks that are still shut down when they got creative and they started really hustling. I've been really impressed by how they were able to make these things work. And I think that's what it requires right now. Let's look at this thing creatively. And, and here's the other thing. Let's, let's do what we've always done. Let's solve this problem as best we can, batten down the hatches. Let's reduce expenses as much as possible because we know we're going to come out of this thing on the other side. Hey, finally, we're all curious, Wade. How did you end up with the name Square Cow Movers? You know, I wish we had kind of a sexy story behind it. We really don't. My, my college freshman roommate, a guy named Steven, 
he lives in Atlanta. I called him. I remember where I was. My wife was pregnant. We were actually at, in the doctor's office. Um, and again, this was in 2007 as we were planning to, to start the business. And uh, he called me back while I was in the, in the, in the waiting room. And so I stepped out and we're talking and he's, I've given this a lot of thought. It's like, what if we add an O to movers and we do something around cows and we call it square cow movers. And I just said, that sounds ridiculous and genius, you know? And so I immediately grasped onto it. And, you know, we've taken that as far as we can. Everything is branded. You know, every year we have a conference where we bring all of our managers in and teach them and coach them and give them the theme for the year. And again, we're movers with manners and everything we can do with the cow. When we were building our warehouse, we had a sign out front as this sign will be here till the cows come home. We do everything we can to push this whole brand. And there's just a lot you can do around cows. And so it's really worked out for us and we really fallen in love with it. So definitely milked as much as you can out of the name, right? <laughs> Uh, we hope so. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, Wade, love it. Uh, thanks for putting a placeholder for us on your schedule today. I wish you continued success. Thanks for being a wonderful uh, BBB accredited organization, and best of luck to you guys. Oh, you kidding me? I mean, I get to show up and get I get all the stuff that you guys give us. So we're we're happy to be a part, and we hope that we're a part for a really long time. So thanks for everything you're doing. And thank you, our listeners, for your most valuable asset, your time. Trust Builders produced by Better Business Bureau of San Antonio. I'm your host, Jason Mesa. We'll see you soon, promising to bring some informative content, timely interviews, and ideas designed to rebuild or build trust in our marketplace. On our next episode of Trust Builders, navigating the choppy waters of real estate. Home sales are doing very well during the pandemic, but title and foreclosure scams are still out there. We'll sit down with the realtor, evaluate the landscape, get some perspective on how these scams are so tricky. Rough terrain for real estate, the next episode of Trust Builders. Reach out to me, 210-260-9843 for show ideas or sponsorships. In addition, if your business would like to partner with BBB, call us, 800-621-8556. Be sure to subscribe or follow our podcast wherever you listen to great audio and like our BBB San Antonio Facebook page. Stay safe.